on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Honestly. How mad are you going to be if your kid comes to you and is like, I don't want to do this anymore after you've already paid $1,400 for this? Ugh. I'm kind of nervous to do this one. Welcome to a brand new group therapy. If you're new to this. Listeners reach out to us when they're going through something in their life and just need an outside perspective. So Kramer and I give advice and then we turn to you so you can help out your neighbor too. Submit your story now. Mix1065baltimore.com. Uh, Claire from Timonium, good morning. Good morning. So what's going on today? So should I force my kid to do something that he doesn't really want to do? <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I think that probably depends. So a while back, one of my kid's friends did the sailing camp. So my son was all about it. Mom, mom, I got to do it. I want to do the sailing camp. And I was a little hesitant on it because it's $1,400. Oh, my Damn. God. $1,400 yeah. for what? For how long? For a week. Excuse me? To sail where? Where are you sailing to? You better be going to Europe. Oh, my God. $1,400. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. So I kept talking it up to my husband and trying to convince him. And finally, like, no pun intended, got him on board. Get it? Sailing. I like that. With the $1,400. Yeah. And now, you know... School close to getting out, and I'm asking my son, I'm like, Are you so excited about sailing camp? And now he's like, You know, I want to do, I want to do something different instead. I no, think, no, he doesn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he better, better not. not. <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh. wait, where does he want to do? What does he want to do? Now, one of his buddies is talking about a karate camp, oh. and I'm like, Oh, hell no. Oh my gosh, I'm like, You do realize that, like, I, like, moved the moon for you so you could go to the sailing camp. Yeah. And well, can you get I your just, can you get your money back? No, it's <gasps> not refundable. That is so mean. This might be a dumb question. What What is your What is your, your, your partner think about this? My husband, well, I haven't told him that my son wants to try something else yet. Okay. I'm, he's going to be so mad because, yeah. Yeah. you know, 1400 is a lot of... It's a lot of money, yeah. period. Yeah. For a week? Yeah. For a yeah. week? Yeah. So now, so what? Where's what's your stance as of today? Um, I'm not going to make him go. Like, I, you know, I'm going to talk to my husband about it, but I wanted to run it past y'all first because this school year has just been so hard for him. And, you know, if he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to go. Oh. Oh my goodness. So you're just gonna let him waste fourteen hundred dollars? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to force him to do something he doesn't want to do. Ah, uh, okay. Well, like we always say, we don't have kids. We don't. Okay, yeah. so let's that's fair. Yeah, let's get the phone call started four ten five eight three one zero six five. Let's say you've already invested money in something that your kid said they wanted to do and now they don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Basically, do you have to force them to do it or do you just bite the bullet mm-hmm. and say, that's cool, things change? Listen, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Like, I can't. I, no, no, no. You can't just blow $1,400 yeah. because he changes his mind. I don't think that's really teaching a very valuable lesson either. It's like you said you want to do something and you spent $1,400. Well, 
Let me. <laughs> yes. Let, okay. Well, what? Let me attempt to play devil's advocate. Wait, because you agree with me, right? Like no, that's I, a no, lot of money. I, I agree with you. I feel like this is a huge uh, lesson on commitment yes. and responsibility. And I also know that my parents would never. However, just to play devil's advocate, like, would it still be a waste of money to send him if he's going to do this half-assed, not pay attention, complain the whole time? Like, who? how is his behavior going to be like when he's there? Is he wasting the $1,400 if he's not doing what he's supposed to do? You okay. get what I mean? So Let's, I guess I'm trying to see it from that perspective. Okay, the phone's ringing. Let's, uh, what happens now with Claire? Does she say, listen, my son doesn't want to go, so I'm not going to make him go? Or like, I spent $1,400 freaking dollars. Charles from Glen Burnie, your kid actually did something very similar, yeah? Yeah, so uh, I have a son. I, I signed him up for football. He was, you know, super excited, paid a whole bunch of money, yeah. uh, deposits, all that. Mm-hmm. And then after the first couple of weeks, it got hard, and, and he was at the point of crying that he wanted to quit. And I think it's a learning. I know he hasn't started the sailing camp, but it's still teaching him that they can give up on things before they even start. Yeah. And what is, what is football called? How much do you put into f- to football? Uh, it, was, it was a while. It was like like 325. Yeah, yeah. 325, your ass is going to be on the field, I promise you. There's no way in the world I'm letting you get out of that. So you made your son finish the season? Yes, and I told him, I said, it's going to be hard. And I said, next year, you don't have to play. If you don't like football, Boom. I'm not saying you have to play forever. Yeah. You're going to go. started something. You're going to you're going to get your ass out there. You're going to go sail for a summer, for a week, and then was, you're going to be fine. Like, that's it. Was that his fault? Did he only do that season, and then did he stop, or did he continue to play? Uh, so he did not do the, so that was last season. This season he has said he doesn't want to do it, but he likes football. I, I think, you know, it's just a learning thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to hear this. Thank you so much for calling Thank us. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Hey, Christy Nottingham. Good morning. Christy. Nottingham. <laughs> Christy and Christy. Nottingham. Christy, you there? Yeah. Hi oh, there. there you go. Okay. Do you, Hi. do we make him go to this so, summer camp or he said... Opinion, yes. I think she needs to have a conversation with him. Um, as parents, uh, well, as mothers, we're really nurturing. We want our children to be happy. So she either has to have one or two conversations, figure out why it changed. Maybe somebody said something amongst his peers and now he doesn't want to do it. Maybe he's scared. Maybe it's new. Maybe sit down with him and show him what is in the program and kind of get him excited for it. Okay. Or if he's not going to go and she's okay with that, sit him down and say, you do not get to pick anything else. And know next year when you want to do something, it's going to be even harder to convince your dad yeah. that yeah. we should put you in this. Because yeah, the trust is broken. Made the, yeah. yeah, you made the decision to waste a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't understand what that means, but uh, I'll explain it. Yeah. You don't get another choice. And Does next it- year it'll be even harder to enroll you in something. Yeah. opposed to you just going and trying it. It's only a week. Yeah. Would it be rude to, like, take it out of his, like, birthday or holiday? Well, no. You know what I mean? But the point that Christy's making, I almost think it's, like, if if she's going to allow him to sit this one out, it's almost like, no, nothing for summer this summer, and you're also going to cancel your next summer. And that's kind of daunting, you know? Uh, Jenna from Roland Park, good morning. Hi. Good morning. So, do you think he still needs to go to the summer camp? I, I really just feel like... This kid is speaking his truth. He does not want to go. He wants to go to karate camp, and he should be allowed to. Everyone should. Every gender should be allowed to go to karate camp. And, you know, it reminds me, it reminds me of this TikTok that I just watched like three weeks ago. And if you lash out at your children like this and you bar them from doing something that they want to do, 
that's a form of punishment without them actually doing anything wrong. So I think he should get to go to the karate camp. But but how do you learn? I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. And I, I, I understand, like, where you're coming from. But, like, how does a child learn responsibility because as adults there are things that we have to do that we don't want to do like i didn't want to eat vegetables as a child but like if i would have <laughs> eaten french fries my entire life i would be I, like you know what i'm right. saying not, it's not the, not the right decision to make here right like like we all that's is is this the, the right time to say hey listen you said you wanted to do this not to mention the 1400 part of it you know well i just i i do think that that's a little different having said that i mean if you just spoke your truth when you were a child maybe your parents would have understood that you did want to eat french fries and that that would have helped your brain be more healthy than your body and that would have prolonged you longer anyway because if your brain is healthy then your body will undoubtedly be healthy Uh, okay okay Uh, okay thank you thank you for calling us thank you uh, did you understand that? I didn't really get that last part. Well, I don't agree, but I'm trying to have an open mind and understand where she's coming from. I feel like the point she's trying to make is like communication and allowing there to be a line of communication. Speak your truth. You can speak your truth when you don't. What do you got? Forty hundred dollars. Forty hundred dollars. Let me speak the truth to you. That's on my credit card. Hey, call us up. What do you think? Ara from Canton. Good morning. Hey, Ara. Ara! Okay, no Ara. Ara, are you there? Here, you want to turn? Ara, how are you? Oh, there you go. Hi, Ara, we're good. So what do you think? Does she make, does she force? I mean, basically the, the word is, I guess basically the word is force. Does she force him to go? Hello? Hello, Ara. Can you, can you hear me, Ara? I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Does, okay, so, sorry. Do, does she need to force her son to go to this camp? I honestly, it, it, the thing is, I understand the cost of every dollar. Like I was explaining earlier, like I am a single mom. Every dollar I own, I I make. And my son knows that. Mm-hmm. He knows that he, I've always been a single mother. So he knows the value of a dollar. Sure. Um, but at the same time, I don't think putting that kind of weight on a child is fair. So when he's honestly telling me that he doesn't want to go to this, am I really wasting $1,400? Or is it costing me $1,400 for something that's going to, cost me more in the long run so, you- so if he's on it like i would i would eat the fourteen hundred dollars if it really meant that much to him but at the at the same time i did the same thing like i paid a, a significant amount of money for him to go to lacrosse camp mm-hmm. and when he said he was not he was tired and he wanted to go to practice i'm like oh no if you're going to skip out on one or two practices you're not going to any if you're going to commit to a team, you're going to commit to the whole thing. And so you so, you would be okay with that. So you're saying if your son came to you, you'd already put fourteen hundred bucks in, but he really didn't want to do it. He gets to change his mind. He can he can just he can drop out as long as he's not kind of half-assing it. it exa- well, exactly. Because is it really going to? Am I really wasting it, or is it going to cost me more in the long run? Because he resents me, and it's going to cost more. Wow. I have a fourteen-year-old son, and and the thing is, what I'm learning, and I again, my my only kid, my first kid. Uh, it's a hard age. Um, yeah. He went. He went from "I love you, mom. I want to marry you" at five years old to um, "I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you yeah. unless I need you." So, you know what I mean? So, so to I'm you, choosing my battle. To you, it's <laughs> better. To you, it'd be better just to just to say, "Okay, listen, I'd rather keep you happy. Let's just." just... It's not about keeping him happy. It's about he understands how hard I work. He knows 
I am I am his only sole income. And the thing is, though, the husband about the husband being, you know, her worrying about the husband being mad. I don't have a husband. I live with my boyfriend who's not his dad, but he treats him like his son. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. thing is, he would, he would support me 100% if my son was like, I'm not going to be happy going to this thing. I'm only going because, you know, I said that before, but it's not going to be mentally, like, happy for me. Mm. He would support me 100 per, 100% by saying, uh, don't make him go if he doesn't want to go. That man is a keeper, okay? <laughs> because I don't know that this man would be as supportive right here. I'd be like, wait a minute, that's $1,400. Jess, who else? Uh, this is Maria in Sykesville on 5. Hello, Maria. Good morning. Good morning. Do we make him go to this summer camp? Hell yeah. Okay. This is the, because we're speaking the same I'm language. I'm a single parent of a 14-year-old also. Mm, okay. And my son knows how much, knows how hard I work for my money. Mm-hmm. And you know he begged her to go to this camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know he did, because that's what these kids do. That's sure. what they do. Yep. And you do not give a kid a $1,400 choice. Hello. Okay. That's quote of the day right there. I am livid. You cannot explain to them. You cannot rationalize with them. You can't do any of that. Their ass is going. (laughs) And that's that. And you know what? All I got to do is get them there. And then there's a voice that a parent has. The kid knows, shut up and get in the car. (laughs) And then it's someone else's problem. But nobody's actually saying once he gets there, no matter how much kicking and screaming he does, he actually might have a good time. Good right. point. He That's... what if like what if he wants to do this and he'll never know. This is, this is what's wrong with the world today. These parents coddling their children. Now I'm an old parent of a 14 year old, and if I first of all my parents wouldn't think twice about letting me go to something that cost fourteen hundred dollars. No, yeah, uh-uh. but you're definitely so, getting out of it. That's for sure. Oh hell no! Oh hell no! <laughs> I'm livid. <laughs> Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Six o'clock, love. What's up? It's nice out. It is so pretty outside. It's so nice out right now. Let's take this in. Because I, all want, I want us to remember today, which is the uh, Six. 6th of June. Mm-hmm. So when it's like February, <laughs> remember? Dark. Yeah, remember when it looked like it was like 1.15 p.m. outside <laughs> at 6 o'clock in the morning, doesn't it? It's beautiful, 58 degrees right now. Just take it all in. Aww. What's up? Happy to be a part of your morning. Thanks so much for being here. We're Kramer and Jess. Um, let's give shout outs to every single person that's awake in Maryland. So if you're listening... You can get your phone nearby. Text us, 410-583-1065. Jess, who's up? Veronica, good morning. Jim at USCG is here. Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Four more sleeps from more, Stephanie more sleep. in Nottingham. Four more <laughs> During the flight attendant, good morning. Cheryl is here. Carol, the shuttle driver. Stephanie Lynn, Terrence, Grace, and Dundalk Parker's Mimi. I got a text right here saying, I'm sorry I was so grouchy this morning. I think that's just somebody else. <laughs> Dude, those are my favorite text messages. Sometimes, y'all, we get... And that one's not even bad, honestly. No, we've gotten, well, we've gotten some tea before. Sometimes it's like somebody's fighting with their partner. Yeah. And we get caught up. Maybe they had, like, texted us. Like, can we see, like, the whole chain of texts that come through, right? So before, it's like, oh, my God, that's so funny. It's the best segment ever. Thanks, guys. And the next one's like, F you. You mother beep. It's like, what? Like, I think... 
think there's a loss of but communication we, But we here. feel that, though. Yeah. We feel that. Yeah. Good morning to our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, beautiful Beverly, Kathy in Parkville, Leanne <laughs> from Kent Island, Christine, good morning. Lori, Lisa, Christine says, the start of it all over again. We can do this. Have a great day. I love that, That's Christine. true. It's very true. And some of you guys... This is your last week of school. Aww. This is the last week we'll have you for quite some time. And I don't even know how I feel. I don't I don't feel good about that at all, to be honest with you. But hopefully you'll keep up with us on social media. You can always listen to our on-demand show. Because it's always sad when school gets out for the summer. I know. It feels like a loss without you here. So hopefully you'll check in from time to time. If you don't follow us, do this on Instagram. We're at Kramer and Jess. At Kramer and Jess. And we'll see you over there, too. Now. Now. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Happy Pride. Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to recognize the impact that the LGBTQIA plus individuals have had on our history. And on this day in 1875, German author Thomas Mann was born. Mann's work, most notably the 1912 novella Death in Venice, was pivotal was pivotal in introducing the discourse of same-sex desire into general culture. And he was actually awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1929 and is one of the best-known contributors to a body of anti Nazi literature produced by German exiles as well. It's so crazy. For some reason, yesterday it popped in my head our Friday moment in um, LGBTQ plus um, history, the flag. and we're talking, the yeah, talking about the flag. the flag and talking about how which wasn't that long ago, by it the wasn't. way, and how it used to be illegal. Mm-hmm. It was illegal to be gay. If you're sitting there, like, why is Pride Month so important? Because it used to be illegal to be gay. Mm-hmm. And that's just ugh. Uh, Number two. To help all of their guests enjoy their experience, the National Aquarium is launching a program called First Saturdays. All visitors with disabilities and their guests can enter 30 minutes before the National Aquarium opens for a crowd-free visit on the first Saturday and Sunday of each month. The National Aquarium Guest Services says they created the program for attendees with disabilities to provide an opportunity to come see the aquarium in a more peaceful format, especially since they are projecting a very high volume of customers for this summer. That's cool. I like that. Number one. Being tired makes other people look less attractive to you. So basically, sleep goggles are the new beer goggles, but just in reverse. A new study in Sweden found that we see other people as less attractive when we're tired or haven't gotten enough sleep. They track people's eye movements after a full night of sleep and then after no sleep at all. And those in the study rated angry faces as less trustworthy and healthy looking and then neutral and fearful faces as less attractive. And the research found that when you don't get enough sleep, you don't look at people's faces. And that means you don't read them like you normally would. The thing about this study is, like, tired people don't like anything. It's true. So this doesn't make any sense to me, period. I think this is why it's pivotal to do this story at this time of the day. This is why I did it, because this is for us. We all know what it feels like. No, like, no, like, no one is attractive right now. No, we don't think, we're just grumpy. You know what? When we eventually come out with merch, I want us to come out with a shirt, like, specifically for the 6 o'clock club that says, don't take it personal. I've just been up really early. (laughs) Because I get get asked, you know, like, are you okay? Like, your energy seems off at, like, 1.30 p.m. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't have any left to give. You know what I mean? Let's just say, like, the hottest woman in the world walked in right now. And she's like, do you want to go on a date? I'd say no. I'd say, shh. Shh. It's way too early to be talking (laughs) this much. Not right now. Not now. This is Jess, and that was your top three. All right. If there's ever a crazy news story, Jess, what state of our surrounding states does it come from? PA. It does. So, 
we created a segment to give them their due time on this show. Mm-hmm. And we call it PA So Cray Cray. But we love our neighbors in PA. Some may say that cray cray is an outdated term. It is. And you're not wrong. <laughs> but you try ramming PA with something that's not cray cray. All right? Yeah. It's a free show you're getting right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm going through the news in the morning. And I swear to you, at least once a week, there's a news story out of our neighbors to the north. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What is happening? And today is actually going to be a see if you can figure out the answer kind of story. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you to Trout Run, Pennsylvania. Last month, they get a call about a break-in to their apartment. It's a couple. They're like, hey, we got this guy. He's a 26-year-old. No, I'm sorry. The guy that would call was 26-year-old. Okay. Said, hey, somebody broke into my apartment. I need you to come out here to investigate this. That's so scary, like being that age where you're like, Mom, Dad, what do I do? Barely at your parents' house. You know what I'm saying? What would you do at 26? I don't even know. Call the cops. Here's where it gets a little PA. Okay. What was stolen? His weed. Weed would have been good. Yeah. Weed would have been good. Way weirder than that. Really? Something that... Like I'll, bizarre? Like for okay. no reason was stolen? I'll tell you the value of the item stolen. Okay. And you get one follow-up guess. The police report listed this item is valued at $10. Okay? To be honest with you, somebody breaking the apartment way scarier in the story than what they actually stole. Yeah. Last chance. Ten bucks. Ten dollars. That's all it is. A toaster. Toaster. Probably more expensive than ten dollars. Oh. Cops arrived at the scene of this 26-year-old man's apartment in Trout Run, Pennsylvania, to put in a police report that this thief had stolen a five-pound bag of Miss T's Peoris. What is that? Out of the freezer and left. I knew you were going to ask that question. Apparently, Peoris, because I had to research this, too. I think I'm saying that right. Peoris apparently is like a way Pennsylvania thing. So if you're listening to PA, you may know what we're talking about. Make sure I got this right. Yeah, Hang let on. us know if we're pronouncing it correctly. Pierogies. 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 What, what, what is it? Like, what is it? I'm going to send you a picture of it right now. It's basically like a dumpling. Ooh, like gyoza. Yeah. But, yes. Yes. But frozen? Yes. Wait, that's super. So he, so he stole his Costco bag of dumplings? Literally, I'm sending it to you right now. That's so rude. Pierogies, right? Pierogies. 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 Okay. Breaks in. Aw. Classic cheddar. <laughs> no, that's messed up. Basically, that's steals... That's so disrespectful. Steals this out of the freezer. No. Five pounds? Literally Five pounds dips. Okay? So police come in. They write a report. They also <laughs> put, a, put in the police report there was $10 worth of uh, drywall damage. Frozen goods. $10 worth of frozen goods, $10 worth of drywall damage, yeah. total $20. The suspect, by the way, still on a loose in PA this morning. What? That's so weird. So, I don't want to screw it up again. And actually really Rogies. messed up because if you think about it, going to the grocery store sucks. <laughs> going, this man stocked up. He's stocked. He, he's trying Rogies. not to leave again. And the, the thief took that away from That's him. Bad. PA so cray cray. Do you think anyone had fun at my birthday party other than me and you? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> my mom. And but watching possibly, you. <laughs> was that it? Y'all, my birthday was on Friday. And Jess, in case you didn't hear, did probably one of the most thoughtful gifts that's ever been done for me before. She got me a cow cuddling session over at Mary's Land Farm in Ellicott City. Mm-hmm. We had heard about this probably like a month or two ago. They offered this. It, just, it was in the news. Yeah. And I was like, Jessica, oh my God. 
all I want for my birthday, kind of just like as an offset. Like, oh my God, all I want for my birthday is to go do this cow cuddling thing and it's going to be so much fun. And then Jess found out like a couple days later, it's booked up. Because it's brand new. So like for months, they're like already taken up. Jess pulled her uh, celebrity card. <laughs> Not so much. More so begging, begging card. More so crying on the phone card. But they were able to get us in for uh, for Saturday. And please go see that. Kramer and Jess on Instagram and Facebook. We had so much fun. It w- Jess and I had a friggin' blast. Let me tell you, I'm from Georgia. So being around a bunch of cows, not atypical for me. You know what I mean? Have you ever been around a cow before in your life? No. Never. No. Jess was thriving. So I expected to go because I did this for Kramer. Not for, obviously, like, this is what he wanted. That would have not been your choice of birthday parties. No, and honestly, I wasn't really excited to go to a farm. It's not something that I would, would you know, you know, wake up on Saturday and be like, you know what I feel like doing? Go stepping in cow poop. <laughs> you know, and I was a little nervous because I didn't know how I was going to react. And when I tell you that I am not a city girl, but I'm a cow girl. You're a cow girl at heart. I was having the best day of my life. Yo, Jess was thriving. In this situation, just picture it, okay? There's three cows, little, little baby cows. Yeah. Calves, maybe, is what they're called. Snap, crackle, and pop. The crispy crew. The literal cutest little cows you've ever seen. Yeah. And it was me, and it was Jess, and it was my mom, and some friends that we had from TV and other places. We were thriving in our little bubble. Mm-hmm. But the second that I looked up from the cows and saw the other people around us. Like, yeah, my boyfriend, Garage Boy, like, standing back. I don't think anybody else was thriving like we were. Yeah. When, once we left, what did Garage Boy say? Honestly, did he hate it? No, no, no. He didn't hate it. You know him. Like he was, he was there. He's like, this is cool. He yeah. tried it. He fed a cow, and then he checks it off his list. He was like, all right, well, did did that? Yeah. You know, but it's not like he wasn't like us, like beaming, as if like we were having the best day of our <laughs> lives. What vibe did you get from everybody else that was there? Uh, Lady T. That's from our Fox TV friend. Forty-five. Yeah. Like, she gave her best effort, which I appreciated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also, I mean, think about it. Like, it's not, it wasn't like the cleanest situation. No, that's the, so the thing is, is like, you gotta remember, it's a farm, y'all. Like, they're pooping, they're peeing, they're doing what animals do, you know? Yeah. And I don't think the rest of the crew was prepared for that. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I definitely wasn't. I think I was just so consumed with their cuteness that it was like, okay for me. Can you please go watch the... Instagram video that Jess put together. It's at Kramer and Jess. It's Kramer with a K. At Kramer and Jess. Because if you want to see a young woman thrive, you will not see more thriving on a Monday morning than Jess on a farm. Now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. All right. Now here's Jess. Number three. Maryland's largest food truck festival is returning with the musical tribute down Mer- memory lane. The trifecta food truck and music festival will take place September 24th at the fairgrounds in Timonium. And tickets are actually available online for 25 bucks. Parking is free and so is admission for kids 12 and under. And this year's event will include a performance from the Pink Floyd Experience and 11 other bands paying tribute to Led Zeppelin, U2, Talking Heads, The Cure, and more, along with 30 of Maryland's most popular food trucks and over 50 local vendors. That's fun. Love that. 
Number two. Disneyland Paris is apologizing after an overly enthusiastic employee ruined a couple's proposal in front of the castle. A viral video shows the man get down on one knee to pop the question, and his now fiance covers her mouth with her hand in disbelief, and the Disney employee runs in between the two of them and snatches the diamond ring box out of the man's hand, runs down the stairs, and orders the couple to follow. Take a listen. I don't have the audio, sorry. Um, Um, You know, I'm actually going to post this video on our Instagram at Kramer and Jess right after this so you can see. For the record, the man had asked for permission beforehand, and since the video has gone viral, there have been thousands of comments on the post slamming the employee for basically ruining one of the most important moments of their life. Disney has also issued an apology saying, quote, we regret, regret how this was handled. We have apologized to the couple involved and offered to make it right. Thoughts? I... I was so upset. Imagine this was you, because you were at Disney last week. Now, imagine that was your boyfriend, Garage Boy. You guys have been together for two years. That could have been a real possibility. The love of your life, planning this. Obviously, he planned this. He asked for permission. You know, like the weeks of planning. The, who knows how long they had been saving to go on this trip. And it could have been specifically for this moment. And this employee literally looked like happy about having the authority to put a stop to it and move them from where they were. May I defend this man for one second, please? No, you cannot. Because think about everything that's going on in the world right now, okay? And everything is super sensitive when it comes to bad things happening. I think that guy was just doing his job but wasn't privied on what was happening. Have you seen the video of this guy? Yes, yes. You, his and, demeanor. And he tried, You're he telling tried, me? Yeah. I think he was doing his job. No. I will defend this man. No. I really will because I think he was just doing his job Mm-mm. and he was trying to stay pleasant about it. No, he wasn't. So He looked could- like a prick. <laughs> and I wanted to say something wow. else. Literally. I'll, I will post the video and you tell me if this man was just doing his job or he liked being in charge. Number one. Mariah Carey is being sued over her Christmas hit, All I Want for Christmas is You, because another artist claims his song, which shares the same name, actually inspired her song. The lawsuit is being brought by Andy Stone, who alleges he co-wrote and recorded a song with the same title five years ago. He claims his recorded version of All I Want for Christmas is You back in 1989, and that it got extensive airplay, even landed on the Billboard charts during 1993 Christmas season, and then Mariah released her song in 94. But let's see if you actually think these songs even sound similar. Take a listen to Andy Stones. Okay, this is Andy right here. Listen. Take back the Of course, you know Mariah's yeah. OG, right? Do you think the melody is not the same? The lyrics are completely different. The only thing that's similar is the song title, and like, there's so many songs that have the same, the same titles. By the he must twenty million for this, by the way, for damages for copyright infringement because her camp never sought or obtained permission to use the title. Listen one more time. Take back the stockings and bows Cause all I want for Christmas is you uh, Do you think so? I think there's maybe enough here. But you're gonna tell me you wait 30 years to get around suing hey, her? Time to tough, man. Inflation, they're just waiting for the right moment. I don't know. I ain't mad. This is Justin. That was your top three. Let's play the Maryland Family Feud. That's where you cheer, Jess. Yay! 
Maryland Family Feud. It's when very popular surveys are passed to us, and then your dear friend Jess plays on her own team. Great. Trying to give me the top five answers on this survey. Just going to do my best. Jess, our friends over at Uber just released their sixth annual Lost and Found Index. Really? It has some of the most common and unusual things left in Ubers over the past year here in Maryland. Uh-huh. We're going to start with the most common things, though, okay? Okay. I need you to tell me the top five things that Maryland riders leave in Ubers. Mm-hmm. Top five things that Maryland riders leave in Ubers. All right. Go ahead. Show me phone on the board. Show me phone. Yeah. Number one answers. Either phone or camera. Totally. Fell into the same category. From Very personal nice. experience, yes. But didn't you leave your phone in awesome. multiple times, right? Multiple times. Yeah. Worst experience of my life. All right. Guess again. No purse. X's. Purse. 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 Yeah, good, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> show me. Show me purse. Yes. Number four answer is purses or backpacks. Have you okay. left your purse before? Yes. That's awesome. Ugh. Jess is not very good at Ubering people. I'm just going to talk about my life. What have I left in an Uber? <laughs> Next guess. No X's. You're doing well. Oh, uh, this might be like too elaborate, but like tickets to the event that you're going to, like the passes, you get what I'm saying? Like whatever event you're going to, but like you leave the tickets in the Uber. Good answer. Good right, answer. Good answer. Show me tickets to an event. Not on the board. Just not me? in the top no. five. Okay. You got two guesses left. Uh, or one X on the board, I should say. I need you to name something that Maryland riders leave uh-huh. in Ubers. The person that they were in the Uber with. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like left their kid behind or something? Whoever the partner, like whoever they're with. I'm not going to clap for that one, Jess. Okay. But is it on the board? Show me um, a person. <laughs> show, me, show me a person. Shocker, it's not on there. Two X's. That only gives you one chance left to win this game. No. Need you to name something that Maryland riders leave in Ubers. Come on. Think about common stuff. These are pretty. This is an easy survey. Their shoes. Why Why would their shoes be off in the Uber? That's just, nasty as hell. I'm just thinking of like any time I've left or forgotten things in the Uber, I was intoxicated. So the shoes thing really makes sense. Show me shoes. Nope. Number five. Headphones are some type of speakers. Makes oh, sense. AirPods, possibly. AirPods. Sure, we'll go for it. I Never- that counted in purse, because those would nope. be in my purse. Nope. That counts for me. Number four, just get it right. Either a purse or a backpack. Yeah. Number three, keys. Oh, my. Keys what? left it very... Of course. A lot. Number two, it's wallets. That's in your purse, and your keys are in your purse. Not if you're a guy. It can be if you're a guy. That was true. So... <laughs> Don't you dare turn that around on me. The number one answer is either phones or cameras. I basically won that round. No. Can I uh, Can I give you some of the unique things that have been left behind over the last year? Uh-huh. Here in Maryland. Here we go. Okay. Tater tots. <gasps> A fingernail. People like said, I need to get this back. Uh, My grandma's teeth. No. True story. <laughs> 500 grams of caviar, which why it's grams, I'm not sure. A, a pizza costume. Uh-huh. A, and this is how the person listed it in the Uber, lost and found. A bleeping painting of a moose. <laughs> a Billie Eilish ukulele. Aww. Employee of the Month plaque. Yeah. A Bernie Sanders fanny, fanny pack. <laughs> a crocheted strawberry. <laughs> a bucket of slime. Yeah. A brown tortoise. <gasps> that's scary for the tortoise. And I'm not saying the last one because it's inappropriate. This is a family show, but that's what we call the Maryland 
Family Feud. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.